Welcome to another Infographic Instant with Brian Michael. In this episode, we'll be looking at what is the Legal Complexity Index. Over the years, academics and professionals alike have increasingly become interested in measuring the quality and quantity of banking and financial regulation. Over time, there appears to have emerged a consensus about what constitutes good banking. And to this extent, we might understand this consensus as an acquis or a body of knowledge which people in general concede should represent a core part of regulation in a particular subject area. Of course, there are two types of Aki, depending on how we measure them, there's either the subjective Aki, where individuals try to say which rules or financial laws are better, and objective Aki, which avoids any attempt to measure or give a value-laden judgment about financial regulations. We see here an example of such an objective Aki in these World Bank data which attempted to look at the overall restrictiveness of banking activities over about a decade. And we see for the first group of countries that increased their overall restrictiveness, in other words, they increased the amount of banking and financial regulations imposable on their banks, we see roughly four groups. The first group of countries represents those jurisdictions that have gone from bad to worse, such as the Seychelles, Moldova, countries basically that had very dysfunctional and highly regulated banking sectors, and regulation continued in this direction. The financial center tighteners, if you will, are those financial centers that have imposed increasing amounts of financial regulation for whatever reason, either to comply with international standards or maybe to deal with some particular risk they face, and Luxembourg, Cayman Islands, and even to a lesser extent jurisdictions like Singapore, Malta, and Qatar represent these financial center tighteners. The countries that have decided to protect their banking sectors a bit more as they develop, unsurprisingly developing countries, include Cyprus, India, Thailand, and Taiwan, whereas in the final group of countries have basically kept their overall level of regulation. They've been station keeping, if you will, or biding their time. These countries include the US, the UK. In these next group of countries, we see the deregulators, or those countries that have either removed or failed to put in place regulations on their banking sectors. And similarly, we can divide them into four groups. The first group of countries represents those that are committed to overall banking deregulation and flexibility. No surprises include Romania, El Salvador, countries that have had traditionally 
regulated dysfunctional banks that have engaged in policy reform in order to try and make their banking sectors better. Surprisingly, within this same group lie countries like Brazil and Iceland, which have deregulated and which are, even though they might not be considered as jurisdictions which are embracing a typical right-wing deregulatory stance. The second group of countries, the financial center competitors or the financial sector reformers, are those that have tried to seek advantage vis-a-vis -vis other financial centers by perhaps removing regulations. These include Switzerland and Liechtenstein. The group of countries, usually middle-income countries, that seem to have tried to deregulate or put a light-touch regulation on their banks include jurisdictions like Russia, Turkey, and Indonesia, whereas in countries that have remained relatively stable over the time, though haven't imposed the same level of regulation as the US and UK, those jurisdictions include Ireland and Belgium. Now, if you don't buy the idea of inaki, namely that there's a group of regulations that we understand to be better in some way, we can at least look at the similarity of regulations across countries. And we show here the World Bank database, which looks simply at the existence of regulations and key fact-based indicators like interest rates, the number of directors required for banks, and so forth. As we see here, most of these data points involve regulations that can be answered with a simple yes-no. We can, however, break up these data and look at them quantitatively, such that a yes is a one and zero is a no, or look at things like interest rates, and we can run an algorithm to assess the similarity of countries based on how similar each of these rows are for the various columns. In other words, to look at how much data from one country like Greece might match another country like Germany. And this assessment results in country ratings only by similarity without imposing any kind of value-laden judgments. You see in front of you this ranking of similarity from 0 to 1. Such a procedure allows us to form groups of countries based on the similarity of their banking law. So you see in front of you a map of the world where we have taken these original data and simply scaled them up from 0 to 4 in order to highlight differences between countries. So, for example, those jurisdictions that rate from 1 to 2, those are the jurisdictions whose banking regulations most significantly differ from those of Germany, the US. We see jurisdictions that rate from 2 to 3 are tending toward countries like Germany and the US. Countries that rank from 3 to 4 are those jurisdictions that are one might consider approaching or becoming similar to Germany and the US, 
whereas in those countries we've ranked as over four, which means that their banking regulations are relatively similar. Now, of course, there are some surprises in these data. For example, China's banking regulation rates very closely with countries like the US and France. Ukraine's banking regulation measures relatively closely to the UK and Liechtenstein. And as you look at these data, you might be able to find your own jurisdiction among this list. From the second group of countries, we see no surprises in that Belgium, New Zealand, Cayman Islands are clustered relatively close together. Myanmar clustered similarly with Hong Kong is a bit surprising. As the ranking of countries like Bosnia, Herzegovina, and Kosovo is not particularly surprising. Neither is the ranking of countries like Peru, Brazil, and Panama. Finally, looking at those group of countries that are the most dissimilar from Germany and the US, we see at the bottom of the scale, even though it's not a bottom, it just represents the most different from the US and Germany, we see jurisdictions like Bulgaria and Taiwan. Interestingly, we see countries that we wouldn't expect to see in this data set, such as Malta, which is a relatively well-known financial center, and noting, without a smirk, Greece and Argentina, two jurisdictions that have undergone serious financial crises in recent years. So the only result of these infographics is to show a measure of the legal similarity for banking regulations across countries, and particularly to provide academics and even policymakers with evidence-based analysis of financial and banking law. For those of you that want to play with these data yourselves and maybe conduct your own econometric analysis, you can download the files either at DataHub or at my website. This has been another Infographic Instant with Brian Michael.